Hey everybody, this is Jake Ward, and this is yet another podcast, Radcast, that is. Um, I hope I still have plenty of listeners out there, and I appreciated all the feedback I got from the last podcast. I thank uh, everyone who gave me some encouragement. I'm not really, you know, when I said I wanted comments, I really appreciate people um, uh, standing up and saying, you know, I appreciate what you're doing, and I like what you're doing, and um, I like people saying that. Uh, at the same time, I guess... Another reason I was asking for comments was in case I say anything that's misleading or confusing or anything that's uh, that people disagree with. Uh, I think the last thing I want is to lead anyone astray or confuse anybody or say anything that's just blatantly wrong. Um, and so don't be afraid to, uh, to talk to me if you find anything like that wrong with this podcast uh, that you didn't like or, or that you disapproved of strongly. Um, I'd be feel I'd feel free to uh, to talk to anybody about that or to to bring it up again and apologize. I would like nothing better than to have uh, to have my mistake pointed out to me before I continue in it. Um, so just uh, thanks again though uh, for the encouragement though because that helps a lot too. Um, just to know that I'm doing hopefully the right thing. And uh, so anyway, this isn't about me though. This is just about um, about doing the Lord's work hopefully. So. Uh, thanks again, though, and if anybody wants to comment, um, you can feel free to go to the the website. Uh, it's Jake Rad. That's J A E K W R A D. dot Podbean. dot com, uh, or you can comment on my Facebook. Or if you know me, you know, just give me a call. Whatever. I have a feeling most of the people listening to this know who I am, and uh, so the comments on the website aren't really necessary. But anyway, you want to do it, just feel free to uh, to to let me know and to. To inform me of whatever your views are on all these things, I'd like to talk to anyone else about it. I, I feel I just basically feel bad about it, just being the only one here talking uh, and getting nothing back from anybody. But you know, oh, good job. Like I said, not that I don't appreciate the the feedback, I really do, and it really helps a lot. Um, the encouragement that is, but um, you know, I don't want it to seem like I'm the only one who knows what I'm talking about here, because I know that's not the case. Uh, but anyway, enough about that. Uh, what I want to talk about today is probably <coughs> something that's uh, I'm gonna bring in a little bit of politics, so you know it's kind of, kind of probably a little more emotional ground for a lot of people. Uh, but I just wanted to point something out. I guess my main point is gonna be that we shouldn't be all caught up in, in the politics of this world. Those shouldn't be the things that, that dominate our mindset that that rule over us. That shouldn't be our primary concern. And I'm not saying by any means that those things don't matter, or that we shouldn't care about our country. I mean those things are very important and. Uh, I think this country, you know, as a lot of people point out, has a strong Christian background, and you know, I don't, I don't think it necessarily is in place to defend Christian points of view, though. Um, that's not exactly my point today, but uh, basically, when I, I just want to put some things in perspective here, because uh, I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of us feel strongly about uh, the new president, and people are talking about socialism, people are talking about. Uh, you know the redistribution of wealth. People are talking about welfare and just problems with all these things. And basically, I guess I only bring up all these things to say that they shouldn't concern us too much. And if they do, um, it should be in a in a Christian way and not in a um, not in a purely governmental way. You know, not in a purely political way. Um, but first, I just want to put it the whole situation in perspective uh, and just point out that all of us are are spongers on God. All of us are kind of uh, ex- you know, basically dependent on God in every single way. 
we live off his his generosity uh we live off his his power and we can't possibly go even one instant without him and i think this is true on a couple different levels i think just purely physically um he's in this world sustaining all of us every second uh having having created it i don't think it's that old conception of the world as the clockwork universe i don't think that's true where where like god built this world and set it in motion and then just kind of stood back and watched i don't think that's the case at all i think he's in this world and i think at every instant we're only alive and and kept going by the fact that he's here so i think in that way we need we need god i think you know just in our basic abilities to reason um and and things of that nature um our mind all that we have has all been created by god and i find that especially ironic when um, we use our logic to disprove God or to attempt to do so. I mean, we don't all do that, but some some do. And, um, you know, it's good that we're looking for the truth with our minds, but at the same time, to think that we could destroy God with our own logic is like, I know C.S. Lewis used the example of, you know, we're sitting on a branch in a tree and we're cutting off the branch that we're sitting on. It's like, you know, if we take God out of this, then we have nothing. Um, and I always thought that was interesting. Um, you know, we also need him spiritually for our salvation. Um, without, without God, we can't be saved. Without God, we can't truly have life either in a physical manner or, you know, intellectually or, or emotionally. We can't, we can't, you know, function as humans and we can't have spiritual life, eternal life. All these things we need, we need God for. And that, uh, incidentally, I didn't mean for this to happen, but I just noticed that kind of ties back to my other podcast about a man's tripartite nature, spirit, soul, and body. Um, that was purely coincidental, I, I guarantee it. But um, anyway, in all these ways, um, we need God, and, and for us to deny this is is kind of silly. And that being said, I will point out, I mean, I know it's not fair that there are a lot of people out there who are on welfare who really don't need it. A lot of people out there who could be working and who don't. Um, and I'm not denying that that's not the case. Um, I'm sure it's true, and I'm sure there are people who who are just lazy or who just don't want to work or whatever. And I agree that it's not fair that we should work and that they should be fed on this. Um, but at the same time, and you know, that's just from a purely political point of view, but I mean... That shouldn't bother us as much as it does. And I think we need to remember that it's not fair either that, you know, because all of us are sinful, every single one of us is sinful and has fallen short. God has sent his son to die on the cross uh, and his sinless blood should be shed so that we could be washed clean, um, so that our sins could be washed away and we could be made right with God. I don't think this is fair uh, at all either. I think this is grace and um, this is God's grace. And we know God is a just God, um, but if it were not for his grace as well, then we would all be done for. Um, and so I don't think, I don't think given that, that we should complain as much as we do about having to, to help others. And after all, you know, it's just taxes. It's just a little bit out of our paycheck or maybe a lot out of our paycheck. And I know it's, again, not fair, um, but at the same time, I think we should shift our focus away from what the government's doing against us onto what God has done for us and onto how much we owe him, how much, how everything that we have uh, has just been purely freely given to us by him. Um, and also I'd like to po I'd point out, you know, there are many on welfare who do really need it. You know, there are really who are 
who are really genuinely in need of these things, and that's why the put, the system was put in place the first time. Um, and it's just a testament to the uh, imperfection of of man and of any system that man puts up, uh, including a national government, that, you know, there's going to be people who figure out a loophole and who find a way to get that money, even though they don't really need it. They see free money giving away and they'll find it. But I don't want to discount the fact that there are people who really need it. And again, in the case of, in the case of God, all of us, um, all of us are in need of that. And all of us have accepted God's generosity, uh, whether we wanted to or not. Uh, all of us are dependent on him and cannot do it by our own work. So, you know, I just want us to, to keep in mind that fact that, that we can do nothing outside of our own labor. I mean, I mean, many of us, we work hard at our jobs, and I'm not denying that at all. You know, all of us who, who do have jobs, who do go to work, um, work hard and, and work long hours and, and get the money um, that they need. But again, we can't deny um, either. We must acknowledge that without God, all that hard work would be, you know, for nothing. All that hard work basically could not even occur. We would not have anything without God, you know, and that we must, we should go to a job and work if we can and, and earn money. Um, we should work for ourselves in that way, but at the same time, acknowledge that it's only possible by our dependence on God. And this is some really, um, some really difficult ground, again, to decide, you know, how much of our work is done by us and how much of it's done by God. But all I can say is it's like, um, you know, it's a it's a cooperative effort between the between us and God, and you know we know that what we have is from Him, and that He works in us and through us. But um, again, we must just have faith in Him in these things. We must have a biblical outlook on these things, and remember uh, verses like uh, Philippians four thirteen, um, where Paul says, "I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me." Um, again, all things are possible to him, but only because Christ works in him and strengthens him. Um, so, and also we need to remember with God, all things are possible. These, these writers of the Bible did not say, oh, I can do all things. All things are possible with me. They acknowledged that they were, they had fallen short, that they needed God's help. Um, and I think we should all be aware of this, that, that without God, we get nowhere and, you know, not think that that purely by our own effort we've gotten somewhere and so therefore everybody else should do the same. Um, I think it's basically a situation where we don't know everybody else's situation. I'm not denying that there aren't people out there who who take um, what they don't need. Um, but I don't think that that should stop us from giving to those who need help. And again, I don't want to say, I don't want it to sound like I'm advocating uh, a socialism or a uh, forced redistribution of wealth or anything like that. These are not, this is not my intention. I, um, again, if I were asked, I would definitely agree that a government enforced redistribution of wealth um, is intrusive. It's not the place of the government, it's so advised. But, um, again, what I'm saying here is that this isn't what our lives are about. I mean, we, we can acknowledge that those things are unjust. That's not how government should be run. But that's a that's a completely separate field from from God and from from His ways. I think um, we we I think we in our own lives should just be more concerned about helping the poor, and should not be so insistent on on keeping our own rights, on keeping our own selves. You know, from a government point of view, sure. But again, we're talking about 
we're talking about God. We're talking about us as individuals serving God. And I think our view should be, um, we should be more selfless. Our, our attention should be more focused on spreading God's word, word and uh, considering his kingdom and telling all men about those things. And I'm not saying it's wrong to care for our nation or to care about our government. Again, those things are important, but those aren't our, it's not our sole or primary focus. Um, and, um, you know, political theory in general, just the main focus of it necessarily is on, on the rights of men, on the rights of uh, those who are um, a part of the government or a part of the, that nation. At least in America, this is this is the way political theory tends to work. Um, what rights do men have? You know, who are they endowed by a creator? Are they natural? Is it natural law? But mainly, the focus is on man's rights. And you know, I think again, this is necessary in order to maintain a system um, created and comprised of men, and or not just men. You know, people, humans. I'm just using that that term. Hopefully, no one's offended by me saying men and not humans. I'm not trying to be sexist here. It's just convention, um, but I can change that if, if anything, if anyone's bothered by it. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, this isn't something we should have a problem with. This isn't something I have a problem with. I mean, this is just the nature of of politics and political theory and government theory. Um, but we need to turn our lives differently. We need to orient our lives differently. Um, you know, as individuals in Christ, in Christ, our gu- our lives are guided. Uh, by a different standard. We don't selfishly cling to our rights, um, but we give up our whole lives again to God, knowing knowing that He has bought us out of sin, knowing that He has paid the price um, of His Son's blood, that we might be bought out of the slavery to sin, which we were once bound to. Um, you know, we owe God so much in this, and we owe Him our whole lives, and even if we give Him our whole lives, we have not repaid everything. And I think this should be our own idea. We shouldn't we shouldn't cling to our own rights, but we should be meek, caring only that God's word is spread, knowing that He is in control, and um, you know that whatever happens is according to His law. We shouldn't be afraid if our own uh, rights are impugned in some respect, so long as we are able to spread the gospel and tell our men about Him. Um, you know, and and again, I'm not I'm not advocating <laughs> again communism or any of these things. Um, but again, we need to keep in mind there was the early the early church, as it's described in Acts. Um, it's said of those believers, um, all those that believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. Um, that's from Acts chapter two, verses forty five, forty four, and forty five. Um, and I mean a verse like that, like I said, it sounds a lot like. Like communism or something, like a, a redistribution of wealth. Except the difference is, um, you know, communists in communism, it's it's a government like mandated sharing of possessions. There's no personal property, and and it's enforced. Um, and you know, people don't tend to be very happy about that. But I mean, this this goes to the Christianity changes this focus. It changes it to the root of the problem. It, all these people cared more about each other. They um, they looked not on their own needs. Um, hang on, I have a verse here. If I can find it. I did a little better researching stuff, um, researching verses and stuff this, this week, I think. So, uh, but now I have it all typed up in front of me and I can't find it, of course. So, oh, here we go. 
uh, again in Philippians chapter 2, verse 4, um, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. This should be our concern. Uh, we should not care so much about ourselves, um, about our own wealth, about our own rights. We should care about the needs of others. This should be what fills our minds. This should be our focus. Um, we should share the mind of Christ, who was willing to give his life, who was willing to come to this earth as a man, uh, to suffer ultimate humiliation, to give, he gave everything um, just so that we could be saved. Um, this was a purely selfless effort on the part of a man who was divine and sinless um, and could easily have ruled this whole world. I mean, at that time, and he, and he does and will, I think, you know, but at the same time, he died for us. And I just think this is so telling. If he came to this world and died and gave himself for fellow men, you know, what should we be doing? We who are just men, we who are sinful, uh, we who deserve to die because of our sins, um, how can we do any less than give our whole selves in service to God and in service to our fellow man to help those who have not heard the gospel, to help those who um, are still in bondage to sin, and also to help those who have need of food and of drink and of clothing. Uh, we should reach out to all men in, in these two ways. This is this is our um, our aim and our goal. Um, and again, I'll just I'll just point out. I mean, it seems like we should be more willing to give away money to a hundred people or a thousand people who didn't really need it, uh, rather than to ignore even one person uh, who truly had need. And I'm not saying. I mean, I will point out again, we must be careful uh, who we are giving to. We can't just, in our personal giving, we must research things and, and make sure we're not just giving our money away. I mean, we're not just throwing it away to those who obviously don't need it. Um, you know, we, we have to be responsible with our money and use use what God has given us well. But again, we can't, I don't think we should hoard it to ourselves entirely just because there are those people out there um, who maybe... I know there are those panhandlers out there at the side of the road, and a lot of the times they're they make a lot of money, and they're just putting on an act so that they can get more money. Um, but I think a lot of the times there are people out there who are who are really in need and who really don't have anything, who really need that for their only. Um, and maybe that's a bad example, but I mean I'm just saying there are people out there who need. Otherwise, the Bible wouldn't be talking so much about giving to those who are in need. Look at um, Matthew chapter 5, verse 42. Give to him that asketh of thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. Um, and again, this doesn't say, you know, give to those who ask of you um, only if they really need it. I think it implies that. But, um, you know, I think if it's obvious to someone who's just trying to steal from us or mugging us, I don't know, we don't want to give to them, but I mean, we should give to those who have need. Um, and again, I think it'd be better for us to give to those on accident uh, tons of times to those who don't really need it um, than to omit one person and to, to keep all of our wealth to ourselves and leave all those who actually do have need, um, you know, hungry and, and starving. Um, and I think there's a really, um, a really tell, telling uh, parable about this in, in Matthew 25. Um, the parable of the, the sheep and the goats. And I don't know if I should read this whole thing, but maybe I will. Uh, it's in Matthew 25, starting in verse 31. It says, When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. 
and before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we, when did we see you hungry, and fed you, or thirsty, and gave you drink? When did we see you a stranger, and took you in, or naked, and clothed you? Or when saw we you, when did we see you sick, or in per- prison, and came unto you? And the king shall answer, and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. So, I mean, this is this is how we should be. We should be giving to these, knowing that when we give to those who have need, when we give to those who are hungry or who are sick, when we take in those who are homeless, when we maybe not take them into our house, I don't know how to how to take that, but when we're when we're hospitable, when we're giving, when we're care when we're caring and not selfish with our stingy with our goods or with our time, uh, with our efforts, you know, we're we're giving unto Christ, and He remembers these things. Uh, because when he came to this world, he was one who had not a place to lay his head. Um, he wandered this earth. He was despised of all men. Um, and we need to remember that when we see those who are like that, we need to give to them and care for them. Um, and, I mean, I don't have all the answers as far as this goes, but, I mean, we need to, we need to keep these things in mind. Uh, the parable goes on, and this is this is kind of the part I really wanted to get to. The king shall answer and say unto those, uh, sorry, then shall he say also to them on the left hand, that is the unrighteous, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. Naked, and you clothed me not. Sick, and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto you? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you did not do it unto one of the least of these, you did it not unto me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. So, I, I mean, I think just just taking this in mind, we need to be really careful um, who we ignore and who we, who we put off. Um, you know, I'm not saying, I, I don't know to what extent we should we should give, how much we should have to ourselves. Um, but I know that you know all that we have has been given unto us by God, and I think that's something we have to remember that we have nothing that's our own, that we have nothing that we have earned or deserved. I'm not saying we don't work, but despite the fact that we work at a job, we are all worthy only of death, and we have all received all that we have from the hand of God. I mean, would any of us deny that it is God alone who has given us all that we have? Uh, would any of us deny that? Um, you know, we did it, or that God did it, not us. Would any of us say that, no, this was my work, not God's? I mean, we can't say this. We we know it's it's not true. I mean, everything we have is from God, and I'm not saying, therefore, that we, I don't know, maybe don't need to work, that God will do all things for us. I'm not, this isn't the case at all, and this isn't what I'm arguing. Um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of issues in the air here, and I feel like I'm, I might not be being clear, but I'm trying to just um, say that we must shift our focus again to those who have need uh, and not be so stingy with our own goods. And this is this is why we need to turn our minds away from um, thinking about things politically. Because uh, in the politics of this world, you know, it's like, 
the government looks at things and has to consider the rights of all men, but has to consider those who are uh, who are hungry and those who don't have enough and those who can't get jobs, and it has to consider them and know what to do about it, and it has to consider also those who work for their living, and it has to consider the rights of all these people. Um, and, you know, that's just a completely different way of looking at it. Um, you know, it's run by men, uh, and it's created by men, the government is. And, you know, I think it, it does a good job than a lot of governments. Ours does, obviously, but it's still not... Um, it's still not God's government. It's still not um, God's kingdom that we live in now. Um, and so we who are Christians must be differently minded. We must turn our focus away. And we must look at these things as God sees them. Uh, we must think about them rightly. And, um, you know, we have to give as we have been given. You know, we have received everything freely, it seems like. You know, um, God has just given us salvation through his son as a free gift. Uh, our sins are washed away, and all we must do is believe that Christ has died on the cross for us and forgiven us our sins. All we must do is have faith in this fact and repent of our sins and come to him, and he will forgive us and let us have a relationship with him. We are given this gift of eternal life freely in this way. All we have to do is seek it and ask for it, and we have it. Um, and therefore, you know, and all that we have is, is received in like fashion. And I mean, um, you know, we have to be willing, again, to give, um, therefore, of what we have to give of this great word um, of salvation, which we have to give of the gospel, to give of this 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 word of liberation from sin, uh, we must tell all men about that and not keep it to ourselves. And we also must be willing to give of our material goods, to give to those who have need, to give to those who do not have as much as we do, acknowledging that they are out there. Let us use what God has given us um, to do good and not just to serve ourselves. Um, again, we can't hoard to ourselves these things that we cannot keep. I mean, as as a, my preacher Sid from the Bargersville congregation, uh, Bargersville Church of Christ, that is, uh, he's the preacher down there, and he always says, um, you never see a hearse with a U-Haul behind it. I mean, there's no, we can't, we can't bring these things with us after we die. We can't keep them anyway. Uh, we have to concern ourselves with those things that uh, can be kept, those things that are eternal, uh, those things that carry over into the next life. And this should be what I, what we have our minds on, we have our focus on. Um, I don't know. Hopefully this has been sufficiently clear. Uh, I had a lot of ideas here. And again, like like my problem always is, it, it seems like they're not well organized. Um, but hopefully hopefully I've gotten my point across. And again, I know that there's, there's probably... a a lot of questions, a lot of things that come up in people's mind about these things. I know whenever I'm talking about anything relating to to government or politics, people are going to get um, people are going to get fired up about it, and I think that's okay. And like I said, I don't think that's wrong uh, in any way. But I think we might be make sure that we're getting fired up about the things of of God and the things of His ways too, uh, and that's what really energizes us and gets us going. And that's the way we look at things. Again, I don't think we should completely blow off the governments of this world, but I think we have to acknowledge that um, even if our country, like America, you know, we, we know it's founded as a Christian country, and I think I think that's a great thing, and I think um, that bringing the Creator into it and saying we have uh, these rights given to us by our Creator, I think, you know, I think that has helped us. I think that, is, that has been something worth noting. And um, But I think we also have to acknowledge that it won't always be the case that government will... Um, will serve the needs, uh, will serve God's law. Um, 
you know it's a it's a it's it's an institution put in by man and there's always going to be people who who think that that's unjust or think that that's unfair and we can't always expect the government of this world uh to carry out the commands of of god to carry the god the commands of his kingdom uh which is not of this world um you know let our let our eyes be on god and on his ways and not necessarily on the ways of man and let us be ready for that day when this world will pass away when the governments of this world will be washed away and and when when we will all pass into that kingdom, hopefully, uh, if we are counted worthy. Um, again, hopefully this has all been clear. Hopefully, if anybody has any comments or questions or, or anything, um, again, you know where to reach me. It's jakerad.podbean.com. Uh, so, hopefully this has been helpful and edifying, and I look forward to hearing from all of you. Thanks again, and I'll see you later.